Have you hit a wall when it comes to growing your interior design business? Then welcome to Wingnut Social, the podcast specifically designed to accelerate your business through increased social media presence, impactful online content, and translating industry experience into physical success. This is your design business tightly fastened. Now welcome the hosts of Wingnut Social, Darla Powell and Natalie Graff. everyone. This is Shayna Heinrichsy. I know I'm not Darla and you are all probably looking for Darla and expecting to hear from Darla and Nat today. I am the director of social media at Wingnut Social and I'm going to tell you a little bit about boosted posts. I can assure you though, Darla and Natalie will be back. So you will definitely hear from them again and not have to put up with me, but Here's hoping that I can tell you a little bit of usable information here. So we're mostly focusing on boosted posts on Instagram and Facebook today, but this information is applicable to Pinterest and LinkedIn as well. Why should you boost? We are really, really advocating now that everyone boost posts instead of using services like follow unfollow or buying followers or certain sorts of boosts that really result in a lot of spam followers, not real followers. The reason for that is that you can take about the same money that you'd be spending in those services and get a lot better results if you focus on boosting your posts. Because when you boost your posts, what you're getting are real engaged followers. Like these are actual accounts of people that want to follow you, that saw your ad, are interested in what you're doing and have chosen to follow you as opposed to a bunch of spam accounts or a lot of people who are following you back only because they, you know, think that you're going to keep following them. It's a much better way to get the results, better results a better engaged following for about the same amount of money. So that sounds like a win-win. A couple of things you need to know here, and that is when you're boosting a post, the algorithm still applies. You're not buying a set amount of impressions. Instead, you're putting in a certain sort of budget. And with that, depending on your post performance, they're going to show it to a certain number of people. So you still need to create really good posts when you're boosting them. Just boosting them isn't going to have good results because if the post is no good, no one's going to want to follow you from that anyway. And you're probably not going to get a lot of engagement from that. So there's a couple different strategies, two really, two strategies for how to go about this. One is that you wait three days to a week to see how your post is performing and you boost those that already have high engagement. Now, as you can see with what we just talked about with the algorithm, this will help you get better performance out of your posts. You'll get more bang for your buck. You'll get more impressions and engagements for the money for the same dollars that you're spending if you're boosting one that already has engagement on it. So Facebook and Instagram will view this as a post that's doing well. They'll be more encouraged to show it to more people. So that's why it's important to wait a little bit, let it get that engagement, let it really fill up with that engagement impressions, and then boost ones that are doing exceptionally well. Now, there's a little bit of a disconnect. Like when you're boosting a post, it's one that you already put on your feed. So most likely it was designed with the goal 
of being sent to your followers and meeting the needs of your followers. But with an advertisement, you're sending that image out to people who don't know you, people who aren't following you, and that's really your goal. So you would construct that differently than you would a post on your feed, right? So we also try a strategy where we create posts specifically to be boosted. So they branch a little bit. It's a little bit of a connection between being something for your feed and being designed as an ad. It's a a bridge between those two. So focus on your best work, introduce yourself, which you might not do all the time in your regular feed, but really create posts for the purpose of being boosted. You can target those in different ways. And here's what we really recommend. You can boost posts straight up from the Instagram app. But if you use Facebook ads manager for Instagram and for Facebook boosting posts, not just creating ads, but boosting the posts instead of trying to do it in the app, you have a lot of other audience targeting options that will appear to you that you won't get when you try and do it straight from the app. So for example, you know, when you're boosting a post from Instagram, you can't target by income, but you can target by income. If you go into Facebook ads manager, create an audience that targets by income, and then you can apply that audience to any boosted posts that you're doing. So we really recommend if you can use Facebook ads manager to get more robust targeting and just more robust options in general for what you're doing for the boosted posts. But doing it from the app is fine too. Just know you don't have quite as many options and income specifically is not an option. I usually urge people to use the least amount of targeting possible that will work for you. Hey there, Wingnuts. Do you love doing your own social media but just don't have a sound strategy in place? Are you just throwing images at the wall hoping they stick to your ideal client? Well then, Natalie and I are super excited to tell you about our Wingnut Social Strategy Package. One of our expert social media wingnuts will help you discover your goals, analyze your current performance, build your customized social marketing plan, and coach you on the implementation. It's a tremendous value, and you can find out more by going to wingnutsocial.com slash services or by giving us a call at one eight seven seven wingnut Again, that's wingnutsocial.com slash services or one eight seven seven wingnut Now, back to the show. So you always want to target by location, whatever that location might be for you. Here, let me give you an example of what I mean by this. So say you want to target a certain income, and then you also want to target by age. I would ask the question, If the person has the income, is it okay if the person is 25? I mean, do you need to have that higher age bracket if you're already targeting for income, which most 20-year-olds aren't going to have the income levels that you want for your interior design clients anyway? But if one does, is it okay that they see the ad? So when I'm saying to use the least amount of targeting that works for you, think about those questions. Are there things that double up? You know, is it okay if they double up? Do you not want them doubling up? Where can you simplify your targeting a little bit? And I generally say go for simpler. That gives you a broader audience than too specific. And then you can start to see as you boost different things. And you can just do it for like $20. Just put in a a $20 budget 
to boost a post. And you can see when you boost to different audiences, which ones are performing better for you? Which ones do you think are getting the results you want? And that will help you hone in a little bit on, okay, this is the targeting I think we should stick with. Or maybe I still want to explore some of these other targeting options. Now, I said I mentioned Pinterest a little bit. All of the things that I just said apply to Pinterest as well. Boost things that are already performing well for you. So you have a Pinterest pin that's doing exceptionally well. It's really an outlier for you. It's performing so well. Boost that one. Pinterest tends to be evergreen content, which I know I've said this before, but it's evergreen content that also focuses on life's moments. So think about things like weddings and moving into your first apartment, uh, being an empty nester, really think about what those life moments might be and create your content to help to target those a little bit and how that relates to interior design, of course. Put together infographics that can be really useful, just useful basic information. And when you get one of those that's doing really well, boost it, just put some dollars behind it. Now, I think you could do really well if you had $300 a month for your budget for boosting and ads, you could do really great things. You can also do pretty good things and make a big difference in your account with $50 a month. And if you don't have that, you might even just test $20 a month and see how that goes. For a smaller account, $100 a month, that's a good amount. You should be able to see some progress for $100. You should definitely see your account growing, getting more engagement, more followers, getting more people who are engaging on your content that is not the content you're boosting as well, because those people now, hopefully a lot of them are following you. You can have really good results with this, and we are recommending it like crazy as a tactic right now. So with that said, let us know if you have any questions. Follow us on social media at Wingnut Social, and also be sure to keep checking out the podcast. We really love having all these listeners, and Darla and Natalie are going to be back, so you do not have to listen to me again on the next podcast. I hope this was useful. Thank you. Thanks for joining us today. Be sure to tune in next week for more business and marketing info and insightful interviews with industry experts and design superstars. Can't wait? Then head on over to wingnutsocial.com for more great content to help you get your business to the next level.